I'm Erin Doolittle. I'm Karina Manchapati. And I'm Olivia Hoffman. And this is More Than a Number. In this podcast, we will be talking about how someone becomes an influencer. And what makes them an influencer and how what they do with that influence and whether it's a good influence, a bad influence, and all that kind of jazz stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Starting off, like an influencer, what makes someone an influencer? Just a social media influencer. A lot of yeah, just having a lot of followers on social media, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on YouTube, on TikTok or whatever. Does that is that what qualifies you as an influencer? Like, what are you influencing? Do you have to have a brand deal with some sort of brand? I think like, having that following, a lot of different companies probably or they do email, not email but DM you asking you to collab or if you would post something with this product and then we'll give you a free product or a discount and I think that's kind of what starts you off as to be an influencer um you definitely need that following there's so many different platforms that people become I don't know famous influencers like aren't really it's like that's like the topic it's like is an influencer a celebrity like Mm -hmm. would one consider them a celebrity like yeah they have a huge following and some get to the point where they become household names but then it's like when does it cross over because there's people like I don't know for example David Dobrik like he goes to red carpet events he goes to movie premieres he just won a people's choice award like so people like David Dobrik are approaching the world of celebrity like maybe they're the b-list celebrity or whatever but there's people like him and he has so many people like following him on all social media but then there's other people who i don't know become popular on tiktok and like like what is tiktok it's just some random like social media similar to vine kind of thing influencer is such a touchy word slash subject I think in our day and age, for some reason, influencers are celebrities. And I think that heavily is because of YouTube. And so many influencers have started on YouTube. And I think YouTube and I think YouTube has given so many new opportunities to just random people like us out there that there's new ways to find people. It gives an opportunity for more people to have a platform. Have a platform and get out there mm-hmm. rather than just trying to be an influencer on Instagram. They have the ability to show who they really are. And it allows just any old person sitting around yeah. their house to become a celebrity. Yeah. And if there's no line between influencer and celebrity, back in the day, celebrities were actors or actresses or music performers or something like that and these days anyone can upload something to the internet get a lot of followers and become an influencer and then end up like david dobrik upload vlogs and end up winning whatever people's choice award award he won Mm -hmm. like that's crazy he's just a regular guy who's uploading daily vlogs and here he is earning these People's Choice Awards mm-hmm. just like that. And it's a lot different to become a celebrity nowadays. And it's something that I feel like our society doesn't know how to handle because we're not equipped for it. We don't, we've never handled something like this before. We don't know what to do with social media, basically. I think another great example of that is Emma Chamberlain. Um, I mean, she was nothing two years ago and she started filming because her dad was into photography 
And so she just made started making YouTube videos, and one day one of them just got super um, popular. popular. And ever since then, now she goes to Louis Vuitton events and is this such, she's such a big person and she's 19 years old, 18 years old. She and has 8 million subscribers. 8 million subscribers. Two like, years ago. Because I remember I started watching her when she was at like uh, maybe 200,000. Like maybe. Oh, yeah. And like in the past two years, she's gotten 8 million subscribers. And Insane. David Dobrik's been on YouTube for. A handful of years at least, well, maybe a little like less. Like three or four years. Like three probably. or four years, and he just hit ten million. Yeah, like that's insane to go that fast, like zero to hundred that mm-hmm. fast. She's probably. I think it's been almost proven that she's the fastest growing YouTuber. I think. Yeah, and like her, she's obviously like a great influencer. I think, but there's also those not so great influencers like. Paul, Logan and Jake Paul. I'm not trying to name names, but, but they're the easy ones. To, yeah, they're easy targets. And even like uh, Tana, Tana Paul, I mm-hmm. guess you would say. And she is an influencer, but to these young, like 13 year old girls who are watching her vlogs every, not vlogs, but YouTube videos every day. I'm like, I don't know if I'd want my child watching her vlogs at that age. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't promote amazing things. And in fact, we exact opposite and she's aware of that and she's bullied yeah i think that's why she keeps making it because she knows that's why like that's different about her and that people some people like that and that's making her like famous she's also very open about how much she face tunes and edits her photos and i see all the time um of paparazzi or fan photos of her versus the pictures that she posts Mm -hmm. like on red carpet outings and stuff like that and she's very open about how much she edits her photos and I think also it's a good and a bad thing to be so open mm-hmm. because at least she acknowledges it yeah. and isn't denying it but at the same time it's why allowing it? other people to be so open about it and I don't think that it's healthy for anybody's view of themselves. It's just very interesting because like the fact that there are paparazzi pictures and fan edits of the original photo of what she looks like but she still chooses to facetune when we know what she looks like she posts youtube videos that aren't edited but she chooses to still edit herself so that she can have that image of what she wants to look like i guess on her instagram but we all know what she looks like so like what's the point and if she can't post a natural i guess you could say instagram post for her viewers then why would her viewers or her fans think that they could you know like if if we know what she looks like we know what the unedited version is what's the point like what is she trying to prove something to someone or to people to her audience i don't she's just doing it for herself so that she can to think kind of like look in the mirror and have a better image looking back but that's just like proving that she has an unhealthy mindset of herself yeah but and i feel like there are a lot of influencing this right and i feel like there's a lot of people out there like that and i I don't know I, i don't know how much I mean, the Kardashians do edit, but, like, mm-hmm. we also fully know what they look like unedited. Yeah. Like, people see yeah. them in the public, they have a TV show, and you can't facetune a TV show. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? That's just, I don't know. Although, they're, they're a bad example because of... 100%. They're all surgeries yeah. and... They're medically modified basically. bodies, yeah. basically. Yeah. But... Yeah, exactly. When Tara knows, we know exactly what she looks like. And yeah. Along with anyone else who posts YouTube videos or 
any sort of video and then it doesn't match what they're posting on the internet. Mm -hmm. And I recently saw a comment on the Instagram reality Reddit account that um, we talked about in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a picture of um, Kylie Jenner and it was a news article saying, Kylie Jenner, 22, why does she look a decade older? And the post was supposed to be kind of like a, ouch, like that's quite a burn, especially considering the picture was just a normal picture of her, what didn't look like it was framed to be a bad picture, she was wearing makeup, she wasn't, it wasn't like her worst photo kind of thing, and someone commented, imagine getting all of that surgery and face tune just to look good on Instagram, and I was like, wow, that is a really good point, that a lot of people do everything in life for social media for, t- for instagram that's all yeah. they're doing and you I'm take away instagram and what do you do with your day yeah going into like people the way they i guess hold themselves like what they do with their influence i guess and like going back to the pauls logan and jake jake i know was on a disney show and like that's kind of like where he started and then when that show i think he got like fired from the show for probably doing something stupid mm-hmm. and than his brother, Logan, doing many stupid things, and them just, like, gaining more popularity just on YouTube and, like, their videos, but mainly things that they do and talk about cause controversy, and because Jake came from Disney, but a lot of his uh, demographic is younger, so having people like them on the internet being considered quote influencers is not what it's scary it's very scary it's like not what people should be doing and yeah. and the thing is like with social media parents think that they can like patrol what their children are watching but you can't really patrol what your children are Not watching there's like parental controls but on your wi-fi yeah, yeah. and maybe i think you can do it on the phone too i'm not sure how that yeah works. i don't know but it's just still find another way yeah to, but it's the kid Kids always find a way to, like, watch what they want to watch, whether they're going to a friend's house who doesn't have parental control or whatever it may be. There's On a different Wi-Fi. Yeah. I feel like it's getting better day by day, but there's too many influencers out there who shouldn't have influence in their hands. And what made them to be an influencer? How did posting bad videos on your social media, like, get you a following? Just because they can flex the money they have, the mm-hmm. cars they drive, the house they live in. <coughs> why, why do people promote? Why do people promote that? Why do they let those type of people, I Get guess, thrive on yeah. social media? And if any kid is just going to go on social media and behind their parents' back anyway, then the only thing we can do is kind of teach kids on how to react to that information and how to deal with influencers because influencers can be influencers only if they have influence and if you don't let them influence you in a negative way I think it's just important to educate Mm -hmm. people about it especially in the 21st century I think it wasn't really ever important until now like what we were just talking about kids gonna get on the internet whether you disable it on your phone block it on the internet no matter what you do they're gonna find a way and it's not something that we should hide it's just a matter of how are kids going to grow up reacting to this information. And absorbing that Yeah, we're, we're seeing this information as adults where we can properly think about it and analyze information, and whereas kids are growing up in that society, and I think it's really 
damaging and really scary and I'm just curious like what's the next stage for social media because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of like building up and like at some point I feel like something is going to happen soon where like I don't know because Facebook had that whole falling out and like even though it didn't fully fall out Facebook basically lost its entire reputation and I just wonder like what is next for social media I mean like yeah first Facebook started as like sharing photos every once in a while like to update obviously like your friends and family maybe not every once in a while but less than Instagram and Snapchat but then Snapchat came out and it's like every day like 24 hours like what are you doing and how can people see that and now it's this like YouTube where it's like your whole life in videos of the whole world like seeing you what's what's gonna happen next like a video camera literally in your house 24-7 like being broadcasted like oh my god I hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but like what is it what's gonna be that next something that like everyone follows that's also something that's really interesting like I know for the YouTubers that I do watch and people who I don't know the influencers or whatever that I keep up with I guess you could say like a lot of them joke that like they know YouTube is their quote job right now but they don't rely on it because they don't no slash they don't mm-hmm. think that YouTube's going to be around forever because odds are it won't be yeah. like it's thriving now it's been around for over 10 years I'm pretty sure and it definitely obviously didn't start as this platform that you could upload one video on and become a sensation mm-hmm. instantly just but, like MySpace people used to use MySpace almost yeah, as like a job and 100%. it's the biggest network and all of a sudden they sold it yeah. and, like, even Vine. and yeah. these people have come from Vine because mm-hmm. Vine mm-hmm ended and yeah. then they went to YouTube like where what happens next? yeah like, what happens when YouTube is not what it is or when it becomes too overpopulated mm-hmm. which like I don't know if that's possible yeah. but I mean they're all essentially maybe this isn't the right way to put it but like competing with each other because yeah. you see again as we mentioned in our last episode like Shane Dawson he used to post videos every single day seven days a week mm-hmm. of him like eating Taco Bell like the weirdest random content and then he realized that he was capable of so much more and now he's making documentaries and like huge series that he's getting millions millions of views on Mm -hmm. that now other youtubers are like well I guess I need to amp up my content so they just watch how each and every other person does it and they all just mimic each other but it's like where where does it end how Mm -hmm. does like what I don't know it's and like the Shane Dawson series, I feel like a lot of people compared it to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if Netflix is the next stage for YouTube, you can pay for a what is it YouTube Red account mm-hmm. where I you can get it. movies. Oh wait, okay. I don't have the movies in but I just don't pay for com- or I pay for commercials. Wait, to not get commercials. I pay to not get commercials. It, I don't know why I do it. I'm addicted. I know, <laughs> but oh my God, that's it's literally fifteen dollars. I don't know why I pay that. A month. I think I'm gonna have my I would probably do it. I did it. <laughs> you just panicked. <laughs> it's so bad. Why do I pay fifteen dollars a month to not get commercials? Either way, social. The fact that people pay for a subscription for YouTube is really interesting because YouTube used to be a free platform. Well, I mean, it still is free, but can be paid for. And there's YouTube Red, like we mentioned, that you can have like. I guess YouTube originals is what they call them. Like, there's YouTubers who thrive on YouTube. Well, you know, people who are really popular who have been on YouTube for a long time, they have 
shows. Like, I know Liza Koshy has one. She's a really big YouTuber. Um, what is his name? Joey Graceffa has this series called Escape the Night. I don't really watch him religiously, but I know other YouTubers, like, are a part of that. And those are, like, produced shows with scripts and, like, they are casted and it's a big production. And the fact that YouTube can do that for these people is very interesting. We were talking about um, free economies and gifting this week in class, actually, and that kind of relates to how YouTube is and how it kind of started out as in just, like, getting your work out there, but no one really thought it would go that far, but, like, now, this day and age, like, if you put something out on YouTube, like, there's a way better chance that you could become famous and, like, you didn't have to do anything. It was, like, free to the world. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty cool, too. Actually, you just saying that, I just remembered that, like, Justin Bieber was founded off of YouTube yeah, by Usher. That's right. Which is really interesting because I feel like he might be like one of the first people who yeah. like YouTube like gave him his career. His, yeah, yeah, Fred. He was like oh my gosh, probably yeah. the first original YouTuber. He was creating like short clips though, and he was also like a made up character. You know, like Orange. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, t- we yeah. talked about that in class. Yeah. Like all of those things were like the original content, I guess you could say that YouTube mm-hmm. had. And now it's just everyone and anyone sets up a camera or their phone even yeah. in their bedroom, talks about nonsense, or does their makeup, and now they're making so much money. Yeah, and, and there's also people that I love, and it's people that are good influencers. For example, like, Jeanne Marbles. She has oh, been making content on YouTube so for long. over 10 years. Over 10. And she has maintained over millions of views and subscribers on every single video and that's a really big accomplishment over such a long period of time because it is so easy to just get caught up and become like Fred and be really popular on YouTube but then move over to Disney Channel Mm -hmm. uh, or what is it Nickelodeon whatever Mm -hmm. TV channel it was and for her to maintain being so popular while also making the most random content Mm -hmm. that's also at the same time consciously and subconsciously telling kids that they can kind of do whatever they want and just do what makes you happy because if you look at the titles of her videos it looks like nonsense Mm -hmm. you watch videos they're they're just they're comedy videos and at the same time she doesn't care what she looks like she doesn't care how what people think of her and I think that that's a good use of her influence she's one of I feel like the more wholesome influencers Mm -hmm. who she hasn't changed over the years Mm -hmm. for YouTube and because the platform has changed Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and she still has uh, people like us like I know I started watching Jenna Marbles when I was what in like seventh or eighth grade and we're now seniors in college and we're still actively watching and following her and that's just like how much I have to say the word influence. It's how much influence these people have on even us who we started watching these people when, when we were young. We didn't grow up with them like we did some like I don't know. I guess you could say Miley Cyrus. Like we watched her on Hannah Montana for years or other Disney Channel stars or whatever. So but our parents and their parents. Exactly. Like everyone has their people that they grew up watching or listening to or whatever it may be, but. The fact that these YouTubers are the people that, like, I'm sure there are many, many, many kids out there who don't watch TV shows. All they watch is YouTube. Yeah. And, like... That's me now. Right. That's what I was going to say. I, there are a few shows I, I still watch on TV, and YouTube has become the main form of entertainment. 
I don't even have cable. I just have yeah, a fire yeah. stick with YouTube, Netflix, and Hulu, and I switch exactly. off between the three. I couldn't imagine needing anything more. Yeah, I used to just, like, look on every channel and see, like, what's going on or, like, what I have, like, used to record, and that's how I would, like, start off going on my TV. But now I just go straight to YouTube, look at my subscriptions, and, like, see if anyone's posted a new video. And if not, I'll just try and find new people to watch. And <laughs> I think also, like, when I was at home, I would have TiVo where you can record yeah. shows in my mm-hmm. hotel. If I have that in my apartment, I might use it. <laughs> For, like, three shows, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but really, I don't even know what shows that I like are being aired yeah, on me a neither. daily basis, to be honest. That's, like, the thing is, like, streaming is becoming the, like, television, as far as, like, weekly, not, not a whole series being posted at once. Like, that is, I don't know if it's actually dying, but I feel like to our age and younger, I feel like is not necessarily still a thing people are like watching, I guess. So this is kind of random. Um, so Trisha Paytas is this YouTuber who does like mukbangs and kind of just like talks a little nonsense, kind of crazy. I don't know. But my friend literally just texted me saying, okay, so Trisha Paytas got married to a cardboard cutout of Brad Pitt. Like that is what our generation is growing up to. Yeah. Getting married to a cardboard cutout. I she's getting paid for that video. It's so Making annoying. That video. It's so annoying. That's not contributing to society. That's not influencing anybody. That's in not being an influencer. Way. That's not like how is I don't know how does that. That's crazy. She just makes money because she's entertaining to watch, but it's like she's not even con- like no one would consider her a comedy channel, but like we watch her. I can't even say I, I don't watch even her. find her entertaining. Though. She's not entertaining. She's annoying. I There's like part she's triggering for most people, which is why yeah. they comment, and which is why she. And she doesn't care what kind of attention she gets, whether it's positive whether, yeah. or negative. Just and like she's a lot it. of people are yeah. like that, but she's really the queen of not caring whether it's positive or negative attention. She makes money by recording videos of her crying on her kitchen floor, mm-hmm. and that's what she's known for. That's what everyone knows knows her as, and that's just like, wh- what's the point? Because <laughs> there are people out there who are influencers who are making a positive influence on the younger generations, and including ours. It's funny, too, because, like, those news, like, those social media, like, news plates, news sites, like, BuzzFeed or something like that, like, it used to be so much more about, like, those actors and musicians and everything, and now I get updates about YouTubers, and I'm like, how do, like, everyone knows about this? Like, I didn't know I was not the only one who, like, watches YouTube, but it's, like, it's crazy. Yeah, even, like, I always used to think, too, that I was, like alone in the world of like being sucked into YouTube and like Mm -hmm. knowing these influencers but then it got to the point where on Instagram people would like be reposting YouTubers contents like Emma Chamberlain for example like people post her all the time on their stories because like I do yeah because she has like really cute outfits and stuff like that but it's like you don't realize like we all think that we're like the only person watching these people even though they have so many subscribers yeah but then you realize that there are essentially a Getting to the point where many of them are household names. Oh, yeah. Whether our parents know them or one thing, I love, like, seeing other people post stuff. And, like, I watch Cody Co. And he just put out a new tour, and he's coming back to Arizona. So, I missed him when he came to Tucson. And so, like, my friend and I, like, we all, like, text each other all at once, being like, oh, my God, like, we have to go. Like, everyone's, like, doing this. Like, they're going on tours to, like, talk to people. And it's not, like, a musician tour. Like, I would never think I'm going to a stand-up comedy show, but, like, that's, like, it, that's I find it, it so interesting now, yeah. and that's what it is. That was a thing when I, when we were in middle school. There are, there were tours, uh, I don't even, I, like, am embarrassed to admit this, but 
like the Vine people, there was a thing called MagCon. Oh, and yeah. it was all of, like, the, I guess you could say the, like, teenage boys who all the girls, like, flocked over, and I attended that and oh regret gosh. all of it because it's so embarrassing that I did that, but that was, like, what people do, and Cody Ko being an yeah. example. His demographic, though, is much older yeah. because he's very inappropriate. Yeah. But... That's saying that he is inappropriate, but he's, like, more mature No, yeah. So his, con- his, like, demographic us college yeah. students and yeah. adults which is really interesting because there's also people who have the younger demographic and there's little kids going to things like playlist live yeah. and vidcon yeah. all of those like there are huge Tantacon. oh god <laughs> yeah. there are huge like conventions mm-hmm. for creators These YouTubers, and yeah. the fact that that even exists is like how did we get there because there's no convention to meet your favorite actor no there's meet and greets to concerts. Well, that's the thing. It's so much easier to meet these people for some reason, but mm-hmm. they're still so famous. Yeah. And, like, that's awesome that that's, like, happening because, mm-hmm. except, like, you met Cody Co. Like, I would freaking love it. I had a dream I met Emma Chamberlain the other night, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. It's just insane to me. I mean, Emma Chamberlain's getting a little hard to me, but, you know, yeah. like, there's those people that are just, like, oh, you see him down the street. Like, David Dobrik goes to UCLA right. all the time. Yeah. Like, he oh, goes to visit schools. I was so angry. Um, he goes to visit schools, and that same weekend, Cody goes here in Tucson, and so many people met him. I even tried to go find where he was at breakfast one day, but I missed him, <laughs> and then I had to go to Phoenix. But anyways, yeah. like, there's just so many, like, opportunities, but it's just so different than how it used to be. Like, actors, oh my gosh, if I got ever the chance to meet Miley Cyrus for, like, oh it would God. be, like, $2,000, but 100%. you so can do expensive. it for free now. It's just crazy. Yeah. I just don't know. And, like, what kids these days are who they're idolizing is important to look at because if these people are or kids these days are idolizing youtubers and people who are just posting content online we're going to raise a generation of kids who just want to sit in their home and post stuff online to make money mm-hmm. yeah and that's, that's hard, not yeah. that's not really cultivating a productive next mm-hmm. generation or realistic or realistic. and at the same time as like a lot of people do get famous off of youtube or are what we say is famous there's a lot of people that don't and some people try so hard and they're not going to stop but it's like you're just being in your room all day like making these videos and like sometimes it doesn't pay off which sucks but like people need to also realize that like there's still real world out there and you still need to go to school and like because a lot of these youtubers drop out which they have the ability to right now but like what if youtube ever ends and they don't get like if they aren't famous anymore what are they gonna do like go back to school as a 30 year old like mm-hmm. and not everybody can be a famous youtuber yeah or famous on instagram if that was the case then we would all be doing it we would all be doing it yeah exactly i wish when people ask some children what they want to be when they grow up some answer youtubers yeah which is not something that people should be answering but it is and that's just what that's, that's what the generation is. But there's also those YouTubers who did drop out of college or didn't finish or whatever. A lot of them do try, try to still to promote them. that kids should stay in school. And yeah, no, a lot of them do, which is really Most good. of them regret it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're really freaking lucky that they could have done that yeah. and that they had the opportunity to and that they're still successful and they got to live with all their best friends and make videos for a living. Like, that would be the dream. But... Yeah. They do say, like, go to school. Cause I mean, it's even, realistic. like, people our age, like, my friends are like, I want to be a YouTuber. And, like, not they're not actually going to do it, but, like, people buy cameras. People do all this stuff to, like, try and be a YouTuber. And, like, 
I get it. Like, it's so cool. Even to just, like, have your memories on YouTube, no matter if you get famous right. or not. And, like, being this editor and, like, being, like, knowing how to edit these videos. And that's just such, like, a dream to people yeah. now. And that also poses the difficult kind of question of, like, to be an Instagram influencer on Instagram, per se. Does that mean you need to be, like, all the other Instagram influencers and have professional photographs only? Mm-hmm. And everything edited to perfection yeah and is that is that what makes you an influencer and if you don't do that does that make you not an influencer if that's the criteria then what are we teaching kids why are we teaching them that they need to do that in order to succeed in life and how life is not social media there's more to life Mm -hmm. than the pictures you post online and it seems silly to us because we understand that but kids who are raised in a world of technology it's crazy to think how we all grew up without technology and now if you if you forget your phone inside for 10 minutes you feel naked yeah. you don't have your phone and, and you know, like, you, can't you really can't go anywhere without your phone mm-hmm. like it's not like my grandparents would always say like hey just leave your phone but like you can't now like everyone's constantly like jobs everything is just on your phone either emailing texting can't get a job without linkedin it, exactly you need linkedin social media like mm-hmm. it's crazy and so basically, kind of the moral of the story here is maybe just put your phone down once in a while and look up, look around, notice your surroundings, realize that there's more to life than a little screen in front of you. Take a 15-minute walk. Decide strategically on who you're going to idolize that is on social yeah. media. Because whoever you idolize, whoever you like, whoever you subscribe to, if they're not providing a positive message to their audiences then they could get to the point where they have millions of subscribers and they all of a sudden have power and that is not something that they should have scary situation we yeah. want to avoid yeah but with all of that i think that this episode is coming to an end if you would like to reach out to us we have an email that you can contact us at if you would like to it is more than a number podcast at gmail.com. It's spelled exactly how it sounds, the name of our podcast plus podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.